The Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast is sponsored by Steeped Coffee. Steeped Coffee is a new brewing method that combines specialty craft coffee into a single serving bag. You don't need a machine. You don't have to make a mess. All you have to do is add hot water wherever you go. Each steep pack is individually sealed. It's nitrogen flush, so it stays fresh. And it's got this special full immersion filter. And the filter is ultrasonic sealed, which means it's sealed together with no glue or no staples. So there's no weird stuff floating around in your coffee. Steeped is a benefit B Corp. They ethically source all their coffee. Their packaging is fully compostable. And they believe that business should be done without compromise. You can get your hands on steeped coffee packs at steepedcoffee.com. That's S-T-E-E-P-E-D, coffee.com. Asking your local retail stores to start carrying Steeped or having your favorite roastery reach out and kind of get in touch. If you're in Santa Cruz, come on by any of the Cat and Cloud locations. We have it there for you. Basically, they're just doing their best to change the coffee industry, make your life more convenient with their pre-portioned, pre-ground innovation. So tell all your friends. <sighs> Makes me feel good that somebody cares. All right, really let's, does. let's talk about basketball. Let's talk about this. They, Let's talk so, about the, the the chance of a lifetime that was dropped on Chuck and Jer. I got a call the other day, Charles, because I say no to everything. So Charles calls me with this like sad ass voice, and he's like, "Hey man, I just um, I probably wait." Probably. First he goes like this, "Hey," <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> he he presupposes everything with a, <sighs> "I probably already know the answer to this, but um, you know, so one of my one of my dreams, it's on uh, it's on." on my bucket list was to you know, go, go to go to NBA camp and through EO because everybody knows Chuck's a huge fan of EO so through EO he got the opportunity to go to this e- sounds epic NBA camp in, in Las Vegas yeah he's taking you I'm going he's getting a great deal if you if you paid out of pocket it's like what 10 10,000 10 a, a person he is not paying even close to, to go and I can't go because, which I was like, dude, I would go to that. Sounds oh super gosh. fun. But the day, right, the week that you guys are going, I'm having surgery on my Gary the Bunyan. Gary the bee's out, dude. That guy's going to be just <laughs> be gone. <laughs> be gone. Later. I'm bee. like, should I do a video about the Bunyan surgery? If you're awake, you should do a video about the Bunyan sh- surgery. I won't be awake, but I'm wondering, just kind of pregame the whole thing. Just like, leave a running just, GoPro next to your foot. I've seen people do it. You know, sure, man. And they're usually it's gonna athletes. F- it's gonna keep your yeah. It's gonna keep your boss or your uh, surgeon really on point. Really on, he's on point. Cam. So I'm gonna have this bunionectomy. I'm gonna finally be able to wear shoes that I want to wear. But you guys are going to basketball. Yeah, so, so we're Jared, going to basketball. <laughs> Jared just fucking cranks it up. Well, <laughs> like, here's what happens. Going through your mind. Well, what goes through your mind is this: like when Chuck. First of all, everybody. Charles has been talking about this bucket list idea since before Cat and Cloud. So like, we're talking back at. Back at Verve days, Chuck would be like, yeah, one day I want to go to NBA basketball camp. And if I were to be totally honest, the way Chuck presents himself is not as an athlete, but he's actually really good at basketball. Oh, no. But you would not. Everybody, let's just be call a spade a spade. He does not present as a basketball playing athlete. The first time we played together, uh, he's like, dude, we're going to play ball. I play on Thursdays. I'm like, really? Yeah. And he's all, yeah, I play all the time. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right there, bud. But he's been playing every every Thursday fairly consistently since I've known him. And so, anyway, yeah, he gives me this call. And then everybody maybe knows or doesn't know. I played basketball pretty seriously. That was like the thing I did. And when I moved to Santa Cruz, I didn't know how to get plugged in. And also in terms to survive, I was like, 
Well, you don't survive as a basketball player, athlete in Santa Cruz. You do that in like small towns in the country because that's what people do. You uh, you play sports in Santa, or you play surfing in Santa you play Cruz. Play surfing, yeah. It's not which a ton is what of ballers I did. In so Santa I stopped Cruz. playing basketball. That's 2007 is when I fully stopped. But really, I stopped like two years before that because I fell in love with my girlfriend, who you know moved away to Hawaii and whatever ruined <laughs> ruined my life i was fine jenny asked me the other day she thought didn't jared live in hawaii for a while and i'm like no no he wished he did he he wanted to he had a time moment. so anyway i stopped playing basketball and chuck hits me up on this phone and he's like hey man um basically i got my bucket list dream you want to come to vegas and do basketball camp and you don't say no to that it doesn't matter how you feel you don't say no to that and so i'm like oh sh- what does that mean and he goes well it means we go to Vegas and it's like a three-day tournament. I don't know. I'll send you a thing, but you're down, right? And I'm like, yeah. I mean, I got a dude. I got your back for one. Like, well, what are you gonna say? You got no. your, you got your homies back. Well, and it sounds super fucking fun. Well, and so that's the other thing. Like, I truly am like a pretty hardcore basketball fan. So I'm like, I don't know who pro's gonna be there, but with the link alone, you see Kyrie Irving and you see um, uh, homeboy uh, Steph Curry is on it. And you saw Harden. So they're all in the original video. And they're whoever's on the Olympic team is on the Olympic team. They're going to be some of the better players, even though it's not the same levels back when, like, Kobe and Jordan and Irvin were there. Dude, fuck that, though. But But it's still amazing. When you see professional basketball players. So I remember when I used to play uh, Slam and Jam. Yeah. And then one year we went and did a basketball camp at UC Berkeley. Right. And Jason Kidd was there. Oh, a couple dude. other people were there. And but then even some of the people who were playing high level college ball are so insane. Oh, they're when good. you get a chance to play with them in person, you see it on TV and you're like, Oh yeah, he's good. He's fucking up. You know, you do the whole armchair quarterback thing. Yeah. Like football fans do like, like, you, oh, you should do that, you should oh, do yeah. that. So I was feeling I was feeling pretty spicy. And yeah. there was some dude who was a college guy and I was like, Well, just check this out and like you know he was having he was probably thinking i was like the biggest idiot at the time right. i was probably 16 i don't know just hungry actually i was probably like yeah 15 14 maybe i right. don't know we're like let's go a little you know just quick game to three one-on-one i could not move yeah like, i he locked me down so hard on d and then when he had the ball it was like i was just i was just standing there yeah those people are quick and people are like watch the hips and i'm like i it doesn't matter. Yeah, I was like, um, his hips can show me everything. If he's I, just fast. He's just too much. And strong. Too much to handle. So yeah. you get at that level, level, like, even the worst players, and it sounds bad to say the worst, the worst players in the NBA are super good. I mean, good. the worst players of the NBA are better than any, they're getting paid to do it. They're, We're not. Yeah, they're next level shit. Yeah. So just, you're, there's more of a chance for you to get struck by lightning than to make the NBA. Yeah. So, so hate all you want. Exactly. Those people are good. So we're going to see the people who are going to represent the United States, which is amazing. The other part, though, that I started immediately getting intimidated by and also excited by is it's like you're going to get coached by NBA coaches. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) sick. And then it's like, then I, so I I basically I sign up, right? And it's like, oh, you have to sign up with like your shoe size and your short size. Oh, you get a And then you find out it's like, oh, the idea is that you get to live like an NBA player for the weekend you're like role playing you are so it's like your own hotel room your own shoes your own jersey which in a perfect world it'll have our name on the back is my assumption but maybe not maybe it's a home and away and then you go first things first though you go straight into like drills player evaluation games and then it goes to lunch where you actually get physically drafted by the coaching staff and so for me i immediately was like oh 
fuck. I went back to the old place where, like, I was a start. I was a starter for my junior and senior year, and I was I was good. I was like the the dude for our team at the time. Um, and it was. I was just like, I'm not going to be like that anymore. And and I just pictured coaches and how it used to be where they were just like, you got to score 20 points a game or we're not going to make the playoffs and you're a loser. And, and that's just the feelings I used to carry with basketball. So I started stressing out immediately. It was so intense feeling because you just like, this is supposed to be fun and well, it will be. And there's part of you that probably wants to like show out. I want to show out you for know sure. What I'm saying, especially when you've been in that circle, you're like, this is kind of what I do. Like, I'm not trying to go in here and have some fucking totally fat, overweight dude like merc me. Well, I told my therapist, I was like, I also don't want to feel like this thing that I dedicated like, I don't know, 12 years of my life to doing really intensely to not mean anything when I finally go to a place where it's like, you can kind of show it to people who never have seen you before. And it doesn't actually matter, but it, that's a true feeling I think that anybody can identify with. It's like you did something at a level that you wanted and you wanted to be really excellent at it. And I was excellent for my little area that I lived. But I don't want to go and be like, oh, what I used to be, what I can picture in my mind happening, I can't do anymore. And so anyways, I got straight into practicing like right away. King of Chico, dude. I know. And I was like, thank goodness for CrossFit because I have some form of cardio and strength in me that I've never had, bef- especially the strength that I've never had before. So that'll be helpful. It'll help me get it back quicker. And it has. Why do you think it's so important for people to know that you are in the zone with that? Like what would happen if you just went, showed up, played mediocre? I think I need to do. That's what I need to do is just show up and not say that. The only, it's literally, it's totally all ego. It's the ego of being somebody. It'd be, I don't know. It's like I used to be, on the team that would be able to go toe to toe in the championship with like the alumni team of the Chico state wildcats and beat them a year. Like my team of the people who never played on the Chico state team beat that team. So it was like the guys who never made it, but were also still really good at in their own way. You know, it's just like being able to compete. I like, I guess I just like it. Right. You just, I like to compete on levels like that. I like to compete in things where that's really quick paced because basketball strategy all day long. It's like, how well are you able to read what people are doing in real time, in split seconds, and how right are you in being able to make things happen? And I love that shit. And my brain actually works well for it. But if your body doesn't do what your brain does, it can be a little sad feeling. (laughs) (laughs) But you're right. I do need to just, like, the point is, is it's about fun. So that's what I was talking about. Here's the question. We're talking about joining a rec league. Yeah. Where you play every Wednesday and you're like, oh, we need to just do something. I just need to do something that's just for fun. Just for fun. You don't think you'll have the same attitude with the rec league? No. Why? I, I will I will be competitive with the rec league uh, because they're not paid professionally to do it. And it's not like the best of the best. Like they don't care at all about me. But I do. I picture basketball players, right? Like, And I hope they've changed. But basketball players are like classic shit talkers. And these guys oh, aren't. for sure. You know, like they're so good at talking shit. I don't know. I hope they haven't changed. I kind of fucking haven't. like it's it. They have It's funny. It's the it's best. Good. Like, you know. People like, need to get shit talked to them. All, totally. You watch everyone. break ankles daily. Every time somebody falls down. <laughs> it's every so time, good. Like, I, I love it. I still get off on it. I still actually, like, I was like, oh, I can still do some of these shake and bakey things. They might actually work, I hope. But at the same time. I don't know. There's just that feeling of like, oh, dude, what if you're the guy there? Like, oh, you're just getting shook all the time. <laughs> and 
You know, maybe that's the case. But I mean, that could that can happen in rec league. Yeah, I just I don't know There's why. There's probably some ballers there. It's almost like um, I've grown enough in ego that locally I could give a shit if people don't think I'm good at this because <sighs> I'm good at something else. But mm. when you go somewhere else, yeah, 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 okay, they I, don't have. A, I feel like, where you're doing. They don't think you're anybody. So, so in, this is all you've got in Santa Cruz. You're one of the owners of Cat and Cloud. And I got a family and I got friends. You got a family. Like, you're part of the CrossFit gym. These right. these are all areas where you can show your expertise and be I can be myself oh, and be accepted. Yeah. But no, but even more than that, because I think sure. there's a lot of places people can go and be accepted. But mm. I, and I think it's important for find for people to find places where they can show off, for lack of a better term, or or, right. or feel feel empowered. Right. You know, you get like, to be oh, hey, good at that. That's yeah. You tight. get to be like the king of the hill for a right. while, like in that particular context. And then you become removed from that context. And then let's say you're planted in Las Vegas, which a bunch of people at a basketball camp, they don't know you from Adam. Right. They're like, Who, there's this guy. So you have no power. You know, with you the have, exception of showing off, you have no clout, and your your only vehicle for clout in that moment is like, okay, I need to I need to show out a little bit. You know what? That's actually that's kind of a good point. It's even when I was working really hard, even when I won like the the regional barista competition, I did not feel even close to the same way I would feel when I'd play basketball and crush it. Like I didn't have the hype in the same way. I mean, let's be real. It's not even close to the same kind of thing. Well, totally. But I mean, like the pride in it was different. Like the pride in like, it's just, it's maybe hard to explain, but there's just something to like, it just gets me so psyched to be good at something on a level that is. Well, do you think it's being good at something or do you think it's the physicality of something? Because you were good. You won the barista. You won the regional. I think it's the physicality and the embodiment of doing like it all comes from within. You know what I'm saying? You have this ball in front of you. I'm not working with like an organic product and coffee. I'm not working with all these like tangibles of temperature and all this shit. This is like, can I do a thing? And it's kind of why I like CrossFit too, but there's something for me that it's just like, I think it's a visceral human thing where you're just like, dude, that's yeah, I get to be just proud of myself and I get to be really theoretically good at something and it feels awesome. When I look at stuff like skateboarding and battling a trick forever and then getting it, that gets me more charged than the breeze competitions ever did. And I right. think obviously part of it's just because you love to do that. It's like one of your favorite things to right. do ever. But then there's some part of it there was it's undeniable that you did it. Like yeah. If I did the trick, I did it. And there's proof. If you won the game, you won the game, it's proof. There's there's a score. Easy. Right. The barista competition is not really like that. You can win the barista competition. Without but being the best. But it's still too. so subjective as to who's the better barista, who yeah. had the better coffee, who did this, that. It's, you know, you're, you're playing to a panel of judges who are less experienced than yourself in most cases. Right. If you're at the, if you're at the top of the pile, minimum so, less experience with the product you're using. So you're you like, are. you're like doing your best and then you kind of cross your fingers. Yeah. This and is it, like, it's up to you. You know, like any given day you could have done that same performance, got first, fifth, third, or maybe not even made it in the finals, yeah. you know, like, well, you probably would have made it in the finals, but I hear you, you know that. what I'm saying? Uh-huh. There's, there's like this whole like up in the air thing. Yeah. It, it's funny to, to, be we went oh geez went to san francisco yesterday and went to skate at the island with adam so the island is basically on the embarcadero and it's just this wide open space where you can skate flat ground and i was like everybody meets up at the island on on tuesdays that's where everybody goes come out and i was like shit it's kind of late i'm gonna go so i go and just tons of people there i don't know any of them 
Yeah. Like I know Adam and I've maybe met one of them like one time. And even though I've been skating pretty much my whole life, like I've entered a situation where I have no clout, I have no power, and I'm really kind of feeling a little self-conscious. Yeah, and I wasn't sure. having a particularly good day either. And it was pretty rough, and I was kind of bumming. I was like, try this, doesn't work. This doesn't work. This isn't working. That's not working. I'm like, fuck, dude, what the fuck's going on? And in my mind, I'm, for some reason, worried. I'm All these people think I'm like a Barney right now. Yeah. They just think I'm just like this total Daryl. And yeah. that bothered me. And I, again, it's probably just ego, but I'm like, why is this even bothering me? It's a perfect day. There's a right. bunch of people who are all super friendly right. into the same shit that you're into. Everyone's having a good time. But I couldn't just chill out. And that's the thing. So it's like, as soon as you start having fun, that's when you start playing better too. And you start landing tricks and shit. Even, or even if you don't, like you, you land more most likely. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things that that's where I've kind of had to start planning to live. Being like, well, this is just, I'm going to be as good as I'm going to be. And there's no way around it. So, you know. I've got, I'm in shape enough that I'm going to be able to hang pretty well. And that's about what I'm going to be able to do. And then I think I'll probably end up doing better than I expect. And that's kind of where I'm trying to live. But I, there is something, man, that I just, I really do like competing and playing with people. And it's just so fun. Yeah. I just like that. Ba- I've always loved basketball. It's a thing. Basketball is so fun and it's so quick and unique and you get to be, it's really artistic for me, actually. It's fully like live artistic expression, even though a lot of people will be like, "No oh, sports ball." It's it's full on, like sports the way ball? you pass, the way you dribble. <laughs> yeah, that's what people who don't like sports say to people who are like jockey, like myself. They just use the term sports ball and make fun of people who like sports. Really? Oh yeah, for sure. I what? <laughs> I'm watching the sports ball game today. It's oh, like, it's just like a demeaning. Term it's like a it's like a way to make fun of people who watch like the Super Bowl. Like or all the, generic. NBA. Yeah. Yeah, but like the way you dribble, the way you pass, the way you can look like misdirect people without doing anything, but look a certain way and move a different way. The way you can move your body like there is so much intricacy to just being like a point guard. (laughs) And it's so fun. And I I just put a lot of time into it, dude. I I really fell in love with the game when I was young. And now I'm going to go have the opportunity to like. I don't know if we meet them. We do meet them, but I don't know. Like, you know, it's so markety that it's like, are you just like in the same place as them? And you go to like the, we end up going to like a club experience at the hotel where they get, everybody gets a drink together. I mean, go either, to a media day. either way, like even if you just, if it's just like quick little meetings or something, just I mean, that's huge. Being in that space with all those other people, whoever they are and right. having that, cause it, you know, like you say, we get drafted. You do tryouts. Yeah. It's, it's like a whole live action thing. It's like a literal LARP. You're LARPing. It's LARPing it's, in the NBA for NBA three days. For, for basketball. That's that's pretty sick. Yeah. So. It's, and it's a tournament as well, everybody. So it's like, I, it's two, I think it's two games a day. So you're playing probably like six games over three days. It's like a single elimination thing. Like I don't NCAA know. NCAA style. I feel like everybody plays and then there's like, maybe it is, there's an elimination because I think there's like a semifinals and a final. So I, my initial, I, they don't tell you anything. And then if you get bumped, you probably play some B game or something. Maybe. So you still get in the action a little yeah, bit. Maybe. If you like got eliminated first round, it would kind of suck to just sit. Yeah. My guess is there's six teams and then there's going to be like, you know, Maybe the semifinals and then finals. And then there's like the last place team plays a game too. That's the last two place teams. Dude. So you guys are going to be hyped. 
I'll be hyped no matter what. It's going to be really fun. And it's all happens like in this hotel, I guess, at the Wynn Hotel, which I don't know what that means. But I think all the courts are in there oh, and yeah. everything. That's like a big casino hotel. I mean, probably. Yeah. That's yeah, a, I don't know shit. Steve Wynn. Oh, that's the Steve Wynn. Oh, yeah. There you go. Then the whole thing he's a rich guy it's a rich guy he probably owns a sports ball team <laughs> one of those sports ballers <laughs> over there he's probably a sports baller so i'd say i am so amped and i feel really lucky and thankful and i think it is re-energized my my love for basketball because i do i do i like it it's fun for here's, sure here's my prediction tell me if you join the rec league actually this is a bigger prediction okay you can't do anything just for fun because <laughs> yeah, i like to get good at everything you will I do. never do anything <laughs> just for fun because when well, when you started surfing it was kind of just for fun right and then crossfit was kind of just for fun and you're like oh i'm gonna be I'm a guy. surfer now i'm about to be this dude and you're like oh jeremiah's at the gym but i'm gonna take his spot when he leaves i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna be that guy and then if, step in if you go into the the rec league you're gonna be like oh yeah i will probably try to That's i will one, see dude. who's the good people i'm gonna see what's up i do thrive on that actually i, I don't think there's anything wrong with no. that I, I i think it's just interesting to where you're like oh, i'm just gonna do it for fun right yeah right <laughs> no it's true because i do like to do well that makes it fun for you though probably because you it, know I, I have to have a point to the things i do and so if the point is just to like yeah i'd at least need to be improving myself or competing so one of those two things would have to happen it's funny to figure out the the wherever the line is between Doing your preparation to where it makes it exciting and right. taking it too far to where it owns your whole yes owns your whole life. That's something that I haven't figured out yet. You know, Grace is talking about entering the roasting competition. Oh yeah, and figuring that out. And she's asking me like, "Do you think I should do this? Like, what do you think?" And I was like, "I don't know. What do you want to spend all of your free time doing?" She's like, "All my free time." And I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, actually, I'm the wrong person to ask. I've, <laughs> I was like, I've never had a casual relationship with anything, so I don't know what it feels like to just mm. like try at this and do other things. As in, in my opinion, if you're going to do something like that, you live, eat, breathe, sleep that for X amount of time. Right. So when that day comes, finals day, whatever, you know, I did everything I could. Yeah. And I can accept what happens. Totally. If I get third cool if i get fifth whatever that's great that's fine you're still gonna be bummed but you can deal with it whereas if you had a casual relationship with practice and preparation and then you get fifth you're like well if i would have cranked it up a little bit more i probably would have been winning this thing right and that would have been tight and that i feel like there's so much of myself that's always trying to prevent that feeling but i'm there but i take it too far maybe in in too many aspects of my life to where it It'd be cool to have something that's just for fun, whatever yeah. that means. But I don't know. Maybe that's what fun is. No, I, I do hear you because I, I went pretty ham. You know, same thing, right? I'm like, well, I better put in every single second I can into practicing basketball. So at least when I get there, I know I did the best I could to be whatever level I'm going to be at. Uh, but then I actually like I didn't give it up, but it's like we were gone this weekend. We're going to be gone next weekend. And I'm like, well. If my body's like run down from two a days for the week before because I did CrossFit and then I put the girls down. We have a basketball court down the street. So I like run and do like an hour of basketball right before after the girls go to sleep from like seven to eight thirty or somewhere in there. Yeah. Right. Somewhere in that window. But that first week, I, I was just like dead tired. Come the weekend, I was like, I am beat down. And then you don't sleep that good camping. Came back and then I was like kind of sick. And I'm like, I have to practice. I was like, nope. So uh, discernment. Just... I'm going to have discernment here and I'm just going to do what I can. I'm going to rest. 
I'm going to like maybe stand there and shoot a tiny bit, but I'm not going to run. I'm not going to exercise super hard. I'm going to get better and then I'm going to do it again and do it to a level where I'm not going to hurt myself or make myself sick. And my life's a little too busy and complicated to put 100% into just basketball, <laughs> as it turns out. That is for real. So there is, yeah, I'm totally with you though, because all I really think is, is like, okay, I got, I got 45 minutes. I should probably have my stuff in the car. I should probably run, shoot hoops for 30 minutes and then clean off and go to my next meeting or like, you know, something like that is how I try to think about it at first. And I've given up on that. I still have the stuff in the car, but I'm not going to like revolve my entire day around trying to figure out such a pressure, dude. It's It's a pressure. There's only so much shit you can do. I didn't work out yesterday. Right. I got a massage. Dude, I need one. I'm going to go work out after the massage. I'm like, no, I'm not. (laughs) Like I don't want to miss a day. Yeah, but missed a day. I missed a day. Yeah, it was fine. I sat on the couch. I got home. I was like, I'm just gonna make a big ass salad. Do you chill this thing out? Get a mani pedi and call it good. I know. I was like, ooh, feeling pretty loose right now. I think that's the stuff I got to do, which is pretty cool. I actually might schedule one on the week right before we go, dude. Massage is the jam. Yeah, necessary. We went to the dog park afterwards, and I was like running around the dog park. I just Feeling felt like alive. pretty, yeah. <laughs> felt like a, I'm like, like a noodle. I was like, oh, I could move around all kinds of places. I could <laughs> I do it. I can move around all kinds of places. You super guys. tight. The lady was just like, what the hell? She's like pressing on my muscles. She's like, this is unreal. You're all, I know, right? What have you been doing to yourself? And I'm like, totally. Just, You're all press harder. <laughs> no talking. No more. <laughs> I'm trying to relax. Dig deeper. Dig deeper. I to loop this whole a whole conversation in. Um, with work and or something that someone could apply, I, I think putting people in a place where they can show off the things that they're good at is super important Yeah, in the workplace. Um, and if you're in a position of power to do that, I, I suggest you do that every chance you get because yeah. there's nothing like the energy someone gets from feeling that they're in their zone and when they can like chip off projects that are in their zone and really other people get to see what they're capable of it builds credibility with them in the eyes of their peers it builds credibility with them in the eyes of other leadership Mm -hmm. and you can come home feeling like you are just like it it makes work um it makes work amazing yeah and there's these weird there's these stupid it doesn't have to be big fucking crazy projects like it doesn't have to be that insane Example, when I used to work at the skate shop, there I was the, I was the dude, I was the best at gripping boards. Like I could grip them faster. There was no air bubbles ever. My edges were clean as stuff, clean as shit and like the annoying kids that came in that wanted these like ridiculous intricate designs like cut out of the top of the grip tape. Like, can you cut this out, and make this happen, make this? Yeah. And everyone else is like, "Nah, dude. Nah, dude. Nah." I'm like, for sure, I'll, <laughs> I'm fu- the guy. I'll fucking do that. Yeah, you know, I mean, what am I? I'm at the skate shop for eight hours. Like, what else am I gonna do? Right. You know, I'm Why chilling not? here. This is gonna be good. And I got to be known as the dude that was gripping the boards, and that made me feel good. Right. And I was like, yeah, I'm the fucking king of grip. That's like, the stuff. Like, what do you got? And sure, maybe I'm not changing the world, but that it's like little little things that you can hang on to. And you you're like, yeah, on it. yeah, this makes me feel good. Yeah. I, I feel like my own little sense of accomplishment, especially if you're working for someone else like uh, that that you don't, what am I trying to say? That you don't enjoy. Right. You know, a lot of people have jobs that they're not super psyched on. Right. They're maybe in between something, looking for something else, or they just, they happen to be in this position. Is there something that you can find in that weird, crappy job 
that brings you just a little bit of joy. Show where you out can a little. You can focus on that, like flex your stuff and and be hyped. I mean, at the end of the day, too, it makes it way more fun because you're you're comboing pride and it literally makes it fun. And that fun is probably some of the most like invaluable resource that you need to, to tap into. Oh, yeah. If you're if you're hyped, you're fu- dude, who why you why would you not want to have fun? That and is a great question. I don't understand that. And then I talk to people right in all the time. My, my my boss always my boss always shuts me down because he thinks I'm taking his shine and he wants to be th- like, why would you hold your people down? That was where I was going to go. I was uh, like, leaders. Uh, what What is wrong with you? Yeah. If somebody's hyped on doing something just because it's not theoretically in their job description doesn't mean they can't do it. <laughs> you can allow somebody to really help your life out and probably take something off your plate and everybody can still win. And I think that's really key to exactly what you just said. Let them have it. Let them be proud of it and let everybody know that they're killing it. And then they can high five each other. And then maybe somebody else will be like, dude, you know what I'd like to do? And then maybe you could be the conductor of your store and be the best manager of all time. And I bet even if so, there's always limitations on business. So you can't always do every project right now. So some projects get put in a queue. Some things aren't right because of money, time, resources, whatever. But I bet every person that you know, you can learn something from in some way, shape, or form. And you don't have to fucking, you don't have to alpha everybody all the time. It's okay. Ian, Ian started as my assistant yesterday. Yeah. We had our meeting. He sat in with me and Carol's meeting. And just from him opening up and browsing through his computer and showing me work that he's done in the past, I'm a pretty organized dude. It became really obvious that he was much more well-organized than I am. So at some point in time, I'm probably going to be like, dude, show me your, your file storage. Show me how you like, do it. Like he's got everything set up, everything connected. He's got his whole suite going on. You that's know? rad. And I'm like, dude, that's tight. Like you're better at this than I am. That's cool. I don't care. Like it, it, like you should have people that are better than you around you. Like I, if you're the best, you're fucked. Yeah, you need to get in a bigger room. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like, do I'm hear all, you. Like, everyone's all fucking big dick in everyone. Like, oh, I'm the big fish in town. It's like you're an idiot. You're missing it if you're the big fish in town. You're 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 not even consider yourself stunted. You're not even close to yeah. recognizing your potential or the potential of your organization. That's some that's some fine words right there. <sighs> I like those words. That's how I believe. You know, it's it's, it's how I believe. This is how I believe. This is what I believe. It's, it's the truth, man. I don't. I don't fucking know any other way to. Me neither, dude. I'm gonna be averaging a triple double in the Las Vegas. Oh, you think you're gonna triple double it? Nah, I've only done like probably two or three triple doubles. Although I'm stronger and bigger now than I used to be, so maybe I can get some more rebounds than I used to. I'm wondering what the average height is gonna be. Like, where do you think you're gonna fall in that mix? You'd probably be on the shorter end. I'm gonna be on the, probably on the shorter end, and I'll probably be like middle plus range of skill. And then probably, hopefully, upper range of um, mill range skill from where I'm at now, right? Because I don't practice or hadn't practiced. And then I'm guessing I'll be on the top range for shape. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds and about right. Because I'm in the top range for shape, it'll probably up my skill level by a lot just because I'll be able to get places that people who are more tired won't be able to. What did you weigh when you were playing? 160. 160. And I'm up so at 175 now. You got like a good 15 pounds. And it's a it's a quick 15 too. Like I I'm definitely still quick. So, it's a quick 15. It's a quick 15. <laughs> I'm going to come out of nowhere. But I wasn't You're a very physical me. player. I was like a I was definitely more of like an Allen Iverson like bouncing all around guy yeah. who was like always on my toes. And I just like I rewatched some Iverson videos like, "Oh yeah, that's how I used to play." Oh yeah, you don't like dude, CrossFit seriously teaches you like it teaches you to run on your toes, but it doesn't teach you to like be bouncy. 
because everything's like posterior chain strength and support right basketball is completely the opposite it's all toes and calves so like i haven't worked that stuff with the exception of jump rope in years so i was like starting to hop around and i was like oh this is oh now i'm so, oh yeah i forgot this is my flow <laughs> you like do some drills yeah. run some lines trying to do all the ladders some strengths and they make me want to die dude i need to do some of those they are bad suicides I, are bad i'm huh? i can do stuff i can literally lift weights and run like i can do hundreds of squats and lifts and things and for 40 minutes straight and i can be dead tired and i can do it pretty well and do a lot of them and then dude i go out and 10 sprints and i want to barf yeah. Not even 10. Like, Isn't that gnarly? I did some ladder drills yesterday, and I did some, like, I did one suicide forward and one suicide backwards after a bunch of those drills, and I was like, I don't have it anymore right now. <laughs> Actually, I got to chill. Sprinting? I might barf. Sp- do you guys sprint a lot in CrossFit or no? Not a lot, no. It's sprinting is, sprinting happens, but it's, like, maybe once a month, and it's, like, you know, like three times on a hundred yards of a run it's just like the like a part it's like run out and then sprint back the metcon stuff takes the place of that for like high yeah. intensity work yeah because i mean you're getting yeah it's the yeah they just add weightlifting or like other other movements gymnastic stuff so you, you are getting it it's just sprinting sprinting it's also not as good for you to sprint and run as much as it is to do all those other things no. typically. so that's part of it too. when i like sprint longevity. uphill all the time yeah you should lower impact uphill. mm-hmm Sprint uphill, walk back. Sprint uphill, walk back. Yeah. Sprinting on flat, dude, it's a pounder. Yeah. You're getting fucking, just getting pounded in yeah. there. Anyway, know. there we are. That's good. That's a to watch some AI videos. Today's tip for the lines. day. Yeah, I'll probably go watch some basketball. Short little podcast for y'all. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Well, we'll be back with the, we got to do this again when you're, when you're back. Do the recap. Oh, we'll do the recap. I'm trying to figure out if there's a way to like. That's why I wish you could come with your bunion, but we get some video of just like what it's <laughs> what's it like. To come with your bunion. Just get like on. a little iPhone tripod. Yeah, I could just like set and just one set up. your phone and then up. I bring up the charger, so it's just like plugged in on the side, yeah. charging, and then just literally record a whole game. Just let it roll. Or get hey, Gino. I guess that means we're done. Gino, <laughs> what up, dog? You want to say something? <laughs> Smell it. Nah, he's over it. That was it. Okay, bye. I felt like a, I'm juiced. Like, like a noodle. I was like, oh, I could move around all kinds of places. <laughs> I, I could do it. To- Super tight.